0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE. Hey,
1: everybody! Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. It is a glorious Monday in Columbus, Ohio. We are in Roosters, It's a fun, casual joint. It's time for a fun, casual conversation about those Ohio State Buckeyes. It's boy, spring is in the air. The brackets are out. Spring ball
2: started. Players are out getting drunk and probably but spring break. break. Spring <laughs> break. Spring, how weird! Down. How weird is
0: that? You start spring ball right. And then you're like, all right, we're taking a week off.
2: Here we go. Urban started this, and I'm like, it's the most genius thing ever as we digress to football immediately. (laughs) we have Sorry. (laughs)
1: Well, I was going to. By (laughs) the way, that's Justin's with Bobby Carpenter. Spencer Holbrook in this week. I'm Austin Ward. Nicole is down there with Chris Holtman right now for his show this week, getting ready for the tournament. And Berm, I think, has – I don't know, an hour old. Some sort of owie. Yeah, I don't know. But get, yeah, Spring Break is underway. It's so strange. And it is a good setup, I think.
2: Well, because you, it gives you more content. I love it. We get a week <laughs> of like, a week more in here. We used to have, it's... Spring, like, used to always be spring ball was a month. You had 15 practices. It mm-hmm. usually go, like, 3-3, three, three, get your six, then, like, four, four. Like, the spring game would count as one. And yeah. so, you'd have it all there and just be kind of crammed in. We'd get back. Trust used to bring us back. And I'm surprised that they don't do this. Remember we started oh, coming yeah. back on Sunday, Sunday night? Nights, yeah, <laughs> you have a meeting Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> 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 eight eight right. o'clock team meeting. People come in all burnt um, or just suntan from wherever they were. Still drunk, straight from <laughs> yes, the airport. I believe. I mean, like, it was amazing. And so, they do have to make sure everyone was back. But – Urban took it to a new level. Like, you know what? And it was different too because we, you wouldn't start spring ball during finals week. So we were on quarters. So going to
0: semester
2: allowed it to kind Mm -hmm. of change up a little bit. And so you can have two practices. Then we'll give you the week off. You know what's going on. We can still input things. And by the way, your meeting, the meeting time doesn't count, it's not a day's number of meetings. And then we come back, and then we can have a whole other four weeks. And so you can stretch that over six Six weeks. weeks. More content, more content for the folks.
1: Give it to me. That's
0: right.
2: And the only thing, and then you give your guys, like, now, it's like, well, you're in the middle of spring ball. It wasn't like before, like, oh, I'm done with finals. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Party times. Get back. (laughs) Now, like, they come back, and Mickey Marani's like, hey, we expect you to be ready. Mm-hmm. Don't be coming back in dehydrated and tired and not doing any of your three prescribed workouts and, you know, getting hurt. And there's the reality of that. Hydrate.
0: <clears throat> it was always weird because I, I never went on a spring break. Neither did that's I. I and mean, most of us didn't because no. we had spring break and then that Tuesday or whatever it was, you started practice. So you had to be, you mm. know, I always thought to myself I had to be in shape. I had to stay and work out. I had well, to be ready you to bat- go. Well,
2: that's because you cared about well, <laughs> what you
0: did. Fair. And, you know, I was trying to play a position that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat, I mean, they all matter, I guess, but you know, huh. that guy's touching the ball every play. Yeah, you know, I was trying to be the guy, so Scott
2: McMullen used to go on oh, Scotty <laughs> Mack's a different
0: bird now. Come on now, he just Scot- rolls out of bed. Scotty Mack. The, really guns, the
2: gunslinger, he could
0: roll out of bit and get it. There's certain players. I was going
1: to ask where you guys went on spring break. Oh, no. He's mm-hmm. saying you he never did I, it. I, we, did. I, I thought, thought d- you guys took some trips out to no. Vegas. And well, we did that, we did that in, in what, February
2: before,
0: yeah. oh, okay.
1: before 6 a.m. Like that's a trip.
2: Nick and A.J. turned 21 like in early, mid-February. Yeah, so it was like right after Nick's birthday, we went out. Yeah. And that was kind of it. Like, that was four days. But The thought of like... Going down to Panama City and For doing that. A week? Sounds awesome. Oh, sounds great. But the thought of coming back <laughs> yeah. like and having practice, could you imagine? Those are like just like Whew. the ultimate, the ultimate, the penultimate first Friday is drinksgiving, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The penultimate Sunday scaries would be getting back oh, from first, spring break <laughs> and then also having a workout uh, the yeah. next
0: day. Like a 6 a.m. on Monday it morning. You really would
2: just lay there and watch the ha- – oh, throw like a time change. <laughs> oh, yeah, throw that just, into it. You just watch the clock spin around, <laughs> sweating out uh, alcohol, probably still smell like cigarettes and everything else, have some glitter on you still. I mean, just uh, – Brutal. Oh, and by the way, you're sweating. Back hurts because the sunburn. <laughs> Knowing like how you're gonna put your you're shoulder gonna put your pants on. Ah, it hurts. It feels so bad. Like that. That is. That's nothing I, kept, I wanted to be a part of. It
1: kept us at home for that. Yeah, week. no doubt about it. That sounds like spring break in Athens.
3: Spring break in Athens is fun. I I went to Daytona one year. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
2: guys, well, then in Athens, they've got, like, the Fests in May. Oh, They'd yeah. all go down. Oh, they would yeah. have, like, another Memorial Day pseudo-spring break where everyone would go just, down to Hilton Head. It, My brother played. Is I'm there? like, is this real? He goes, oh, yeah, everybody goes. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, the whole school, basically. <laughs> they just all line up and drive down I did a to spring 5.
3: break in Hilton Head. Uh-huh. There were no college students whatsoever except for, like, three groups of OU kids. Yeah. And it's, it's
2: like, why did we go to? I did not know, you know that. A, a, to get drunk on the beach with people we already yeah, probably know. Probably because yeah, the weather exactly. was more
1: reliable down there.
3: Yeah, but it was like elderly people, and that's it, and then like OU students. So there was no no in-between. <laughs> There's the retirement community. That's just like Athens.
2: Old people while danger is still behind the wheel, still <laughs> <So> serve a <laughs> purpose?
0: Still serve a purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Bring strange. It's strange to uh, get that week out. Now you were talking about meetings. Are they having – They're Not this, they're
2: week. Not they're this week. They're not this They but do like, nothing in – But they had meetings like three days of meetings last week, so you get that fifth week of meetings. And you might
0: get this – Take this with you. Oh, of course, <laughs> hey,
2: they, they like, We're going to be
0: tracking what you're watching next week.
2: It's like drink drink from a fire hose. They put a bazillion things in. Mm-hmm. Okay, you screw all this up. Watch this. Uh, let's have all that fixed by the time we get back. No more of those. So we'll give you a week to kind of let it all soak in. Yeah. First yeah. impressions are important.
3: They get a, an entire week to soak up those first impressions. You make a good first impression. You got a week off. Now you got to come back and follow it up. You make a
1: bad a second
2: first impression?
3: first impression. Yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah. You, make well, a, you
1: get it. It's a second chance because then you put it on the pads. That's going to be different than I last mean, week. I
2: want you to think about. Some of the guys who just got here from, you know, high school, they came in, you know, they were here for a couple of weeks, you know, or months. They got they through, through 6 the a.m. Then it's mm-hmm. like, hey, get out. Like, they're just like going back home to be like, honestly, to be king. Imagine going back home. All your friends are in school. Yeah. And you're just, <laughs> <Yeah>. your parents <laughs> you're just out, hanging out. Like
0: You go into the school and just walk around <laughs> for a while, see yeah, everybody, work well, out. Well,
2: what is she supposed to do? Yeah, like,
0: like, just stop, stop in well, on your
1: French class. What's like. yeah. oh, <laughs> college
2: like? man. Yeah. Are there girls there? Are there gr- hey, man, it's the best. <laughs> There's no one here now, but when there are people here, it's great. Yeah. Um,
1: those first impressions, though. I know Bob was out there and saw this this young linebacker walking around. I thought he was a recruit. Getting all the glass. Was Jeremy, was was Jeremy talking there? to him, yeah. trying to get, find yeah. out if he was an elite family? or? That's right. Burn was trying to get the details. Like, oh, no, this guy's already out of that. So uh, that's man. too bad. Uh, like no, I, get,
2: I got my COVID year. Oh, COVID year. COVID <laughs> year coming back. We all, we all get to us. <laughs> Everyone comes back. So we'll see you in the spring game. You can so give us go uh, two good drives. Absolutely. Could give you two good drives. A <laughs> little bit of pass rush there. But, uh, yeah, it was fun watching some of those young guys. Guys moving around, new positions, you know, hanging out, uh, getting to see some different things. Like, it was uh, – it was pretty great. I mean, Very, I know
0: it was a spring practice and I wasn't there, but could you tell a difference coaching wise on um, defensive oh, staff? Yeah. I mean, it's all new, so they, it's going to be different. Well, but when you sit back and it's like, oh, okay, this is different from what I saw last year type thing?
2: I said this it'll be great for the quarterbacks because they do a lot of different things defensively. And I was amazed. Day they one, they, they didn't have many busts. Day two, all right, it started mm-hmm. to see it like. You're waiting to see some of the free runners where, like, someone just screwed up, you know, and they, they messed up yeah. everything, let a guy go. Uh didn't really happen first day. Second day, saw a little bit more of it, and that was, uh, that was a reality. Um, but they do a lot of post-snap movement. Mm-hmm. Like, you're sitting there, and you're like, all right, this looks single high. Is it going to mm-hmm. be man? Is it going to be zone? And they're spinning. They'll change where their doubles are. They've got some, like, stuff that we used to kind of run with spags, like – uh Cover two trap concepts that will convert to double cover four on vertical. So there's and it all kind of looks the same. And so as a quarterback, like yep. I was watching oh, those yeah. guys to see like, all right, single high, double high. Like now, my mm-hmm. gut into my my reads. Is it man or they? You're chas- able to
0: see them as you're yeah. taking your drop to see what they do to where you know what do. Are, are they need chasing to, you know.
2: single high? Are they chasing? Are they setting up? Mm-hmm. Like and there's who is the double on? Are they double inside. Are they double out. And like there's just a lot of good stuff where they hold landmarks and and, like i said there was some process day one the offense didn't have much stuff in day two you put a little more and all of a sudden it's like oh i'm showing here i can't press this i can't do that Mm -hmm. so you're gonna work through some things but it was it was fun it was great to see those guys especially on the back end like you know court williams is out there Mm -hmm. you know court you know made some huge strides watching like tommy eichenberg kind of pick up where he left off like some of these ronnie's out there running around like these dudes kind of picking up off of where they were and now understanding football better. And so when you're having these new concepts, it's going to challenge you a little bit, but just your general knowledge of the game is at a higher level, and so you can absorb things at a faster rate.
1: I felt like that was key, Jay-Z, is that these guys, we've talked about it over and over about how young they were. Like you don't have to be necessarily experienced just in one system to play well. Mm-hmm. Like just being on the field and playing football yep. is meaningful. That whatever you build up on your, your body reps and familiarity with the speed of the game. How dude reps. Dude reps, how yes. significant those dude reps are no matter what system you're running because you guys played in different systems or mm-hmm. in different playbooks. Like, that's part of football, Like you still have to be able to understand how to, yeah. to run, tackle, play at speed, all those
3: other things. Yeah, you
0: just say my worry or, not not that it's a worry, but with the new staff, they're going to be playing more up here. Right now, then, is. then go, mm-hmm. you know, right? Play play fast, yeah. uh, you know, because right now they're, all right, man, I got this, I got to do this, I got, they moved here, I got to go, you know, like there's so much that that back, that back side of the defense, I imagine, is just dealing with getting the calls in, you know, knowing who's making the, you know, adjustments, this yeah. or that, what the offense does. So I, I think this is just that time, and we've talked about it, where they can understand what the coaches are trying to do, you know, the, the process behind their calls, you know, what they're trying to accomplish. And then, you know, towards the end of spring, maybe they're playing a little bit faster and they're understanding it a little bit more. And, you know, they're able to make some different checks that coaches might sit back and say, man, they picked that up quick. Like, this is awesome. So that, I think that springtime is, is, is a lot of that. And, you know, this week off, getting that introduction, maybe, you know, like we talked about, this might be a week from, oh, OK. You know, we either got to do this. We got to pick this up here. Or we got to do something different here. But, you know, they're going to have this week to kind of sit back and, and take a lot of that in. That was thrown at him, you know, early in those first two. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> no, moves let's
3: hope not. Luckily for those guys on defense, though, Jim Knowles is known as a guy who simplifies everything mm-hmm. and makes really difficult concepts and a lot of movements pre and post yeah. snap easy to understand. Difficult movements, to understand. movements made simple. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's known as a guy who is going to teach those things, yeah. you know, at a very almost elementary level yep. to give these guys oh, a chance. You mean like
2: explain to me the situation in Ukraine like I was a third grader? <laughs> <laughs> so they have eleven guys. We have eleven guys we need to tackle the guy with the ball and try to keep them in as
3: few of yards as possible
2: and never let them into the colored paint area at the end
3: the way you see jim Knowles get up out of the chair show the microphone as the offensive guy and say okay we got to give it a hip to the microphone mm. tackle that way you know those kind of things hips on
2: dudes <clears throat> yeah hips
3: on dudes there's nothing like the experience of getting hips on dudes, and they have Ohio Boy, State in I the don't defense. I like quarterback. <laughs> I didn't put
0: many hips on dudes. Didn't put many hips on dudes?
3: Well, they <laughs> were trying to put hips time, on you, jay One
0: time I put a hip on a dude. Look at that
1: attractive De-created dude. Let's go it. put a hip on
3: him. <laughs> a lot of experience in the defense. A lot of experience putting hips on dudes, but it's a new system. Luckily, like I said, Jim Knowles Seems to be the kind of coach that makes it simple for them to understand, so those difficult concepts become relatively easy by the end of
2: spring. And I think part of it, he does a good job teaching it, like understanding why we're doing this, mm-hmm. and th- and also like it's just time even if you're in a different system, you can look at it now. Okay, we're doing some stuff differently, but I know what the opposite side of the ball. I've seen these things before. So while my terminology may be a little bit different, it's very I, different. Yeah, it's very different. And while you know there's all these different crazy things we're running different stuff like I know okay when they come out in this formation or they do this or there's this set on the other side like I have an idea now of kind of what they want to what they want to run and honestly like for the defense that's a little bit easier because you're seeing much of the same style of offense that Ryan Day had so hey yeah. they want to install what are our basic plays the defense knows that for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew we were going to put in Y Shallow, home route, all these mm-hmm. different oh, – yeah. the difference <laughs> like the three plays that are – <laughs> oh, here we go. This is what it is. <laughs> this is what we it got, is. We, if we
0: got crazy, we'd swap it, and yep. it would come from the other side. <laughs> it was you know, crazy.
2: Like, so you know what your day one <laughs> install is, regardless of, hey, we might be running something I don't know, but I know what they're going to do. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of be right in chief with that, <laughs> and we'll be, we'll be okay. I'm just going
0: to run their
1: play and not worry <laughs> about mine and be in the right spot. This stuff with the way Jim Knowles teaches, uh, and I said it in February, people can put as much stock into press conferences as they want. I, I tend to think that the way you communicate in a room of 50, 60 media members, and and your personality, uh, how you describe what you are, your philosophies, like you don't have to open up the playbook for us. That's we're never gonna get that. I don't even want it. Mm-hmm. I can't understand yeah. <laughs> it at that level. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, if we're talking about Spencer said, "Walking it through at an elementary level or a 100 level, um, you know, 400 or an 050
2: level, level. Yeah. Oh,
1: you, you save 0-5-0 that 0-5-0 for baby. the fl- for the players." But like, I'm just impressed with the way he engages anybody, and you know, standing up to tackle the microphone. Um, I haven't seen that very often. Now, does that mean that in September uh, they're going to come out and be the number one defense in the country just because he's you know a cool and unique, dude? No, I mean, but. I think it's a glimpse at the way he probably is teaching in the meeting mm -hmm. rooms, and that's pretty significant in my mind.
2: If number one – He's a detail-oriented guy, and you can see that when he's talking through things. It's like our guy Schlegs. If you get Schlegs gassed up on something, he's going to tell you about the details of this sub right here, <laughs> and how you know what you go with the base layer of the lettuce, and then it's important you want to have the tomato because it's big to cover and protect the lettuce. But then you put the peppers and the onions on, and, and look at these mozzarella sticks down here. Out, <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then he gets. And then he goes. The then a squirrel
1: runs by. That's what makes
2: it elite. But Jim Knowles, like, if you can't explain something, and I, I've. Someone told me this a long time ago with business deals, and they're like, they joke, explain it to me like I'm a fifth grader. Dumb it down. Like if you can't explain that as a coach to people who don't understand, mm-hmm. you have players who don't fully understand. So if you can't explain it that well, you don't truly know it and understand it yourself. Yeah. And that's a big piece. And so when you can sit there and, like, hey, I'm a brain surgeon explaining to a brain surgeon, I'm a brain surgeon explaining to a resident, explaining to a first year, you know. Uh, a freshman in college, yeah. or explaining to, to, to a patient or some kids on career day. Like I can, I can break it down and give it to them in a digestible form with the level of detail that they need, and that is a massive skill.
3: It's almost like I talked to former UCLA offensive lineman, Sean Ryan, not to put this into the offense, but I asked him what makes Justin Fry a good coach when you're just starting to learn something. He said he puts everything into buckets, mm. and, and you put everything into buckets, and then you take those buckets and you pour them all in the same trough. And so, oh gosh, it I don't think <laughs> <But> <laughs> sounds like
2: you're making Harry buffalo over there. Sounds like you're going to spring break. Some jungle juice for spring break. <laughs> yeah.
3: But when you do that, you can teach things pretty simply and then yeah. make them all come together. And I think that's what Jim Knowles does really well. That's what Justin Fry does really well. And that's what's going to make these guys learn things on the fly, but it's not going to seem on like the they yeah, On the <laughs> fry. On the fry. Hey,
2: there we go. Let's, hey, that might be it's fry time, baby. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs>
1: I thought uh, I don't know where to go with that. We're
2: gonna have a fry
1: day. That's we got a lot of it. We have what do we have? Fried ooh, mozzarella oh, fried sticks. mozzarella sticks that, the, that uh, are coming for appetizer Tuesday. Tuesday. Is that it's the be, featured appetizer? That's gonna be the featured appetizer, mm. and I mean they're delicious, Bob. They, oh, that's the, like listen,
2: this is basically. You know your ace. You're this is the guy. The the mozzarella stick. So faithful. If you if you're looking like really an are.
0: appetizer, you know they're going to build it's, a program. It's
2: going to chew up seven right. innings for you. Probably give up no more than three runs. Probably <laughs> maybe give you an eighth inning. Like you're not going to go wrong. No one's going to say, "Hey, throw the moat sticks." Yeah, they're getting gonna be, rid of
0: those in the second inning. We're, no, yeah, they're gonna we're going to be able to deep. You're, they <laughs> With the may, mod sticks.
2: 'Cause some of the other stuff, like Schlegs loves the mac and cheese bites, Bill's wick loves the fried mushroom. Everybody yeah. likes something different. Yeah. But this is something that like everybody gets right. behind. Yeah, Throw your like ace. Fried the mod sticks, the great marinara sauce. What does Schlegs like? Some sort of other sauce.
0: He's, he's on he's on the uh mac and cheese bite.
2: Yeah, mac and cheese but the marinara sauce, two bucks ranch. featured appetizer. <laughs> I think Schlegs
0: likes the ranch that's
1: yeah, gross. gross. He wants to go ranch. That's I think that's the wrong move.
2: It really is. It's
0: not a terrible move. There's
3: really well, nothing, the ranch, there's really nothing how much you can you dip ranch, branch ranch into. Yeah. I'm a big ranch That's guy. Putting yeah. ranch
2: on, on Mod 6 is the equivalent of I trying to bo- block Joey Bosa with a running back on a fourth down. <laughs> it's a James Franklin I don't know it's about James. that. I don't, I don't James know James if I'd go that, that,
0: that, that far. Uh, I mean, it's still tasty.
2: Best case scenario, Bosa gets confused, trips, and falls <laughs> down and doesn't get there. Worst case scenario, he just tackles everyone. <laughs> just
1: James Franklin's just over there like, Come on, trip, Joey. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if this fourth and sixth zone read will work too. A couple years mm, later, that's right. big game, James. Uh, what do we think about that terminology you brought up, Bob? The adjuster. Mm. I don't know if I, I like that. And the adjuster got the bandit and the adjuster. We know we're going to have the the Leo up front.
2: Yeah. So is it the Leo? Is that what we're going with now? I, think I heard like Jack. Initially, we thought Jack it was going to be called the
1: Jack, the but, me off. But I, yeah, I think okay. I think it's going to be Leo. Gotcha. Probably to avoid that situation.
2: That's perfect. So we've got that. We've got yeah. the – I'm going to
1: be yelling that what was, really well, loud in the, the stadium. What did you
2: say, the, gant, the adjuster, and what was the other one? <laughs> the, bandit. The, bandit. the bandit. The bandit. Not the bullet. Boundary. Not the bullet. No. Bandit, yes. Yeah, bandit so is boundary safety. Boundary safety. He's going to be your box guy. So it's different
1: kind That's of – That's where Court Williams type. is right now, so mm. we saw, as we saw last week. Court
2: mm. Williams looks like a good bandit. Big dude, physical. <laughs> he did look big. I saw a picture I, I, I love Court. i like, buddy, let's just – just give in to. You don't, you? don't have to. Just submit to go play linebacker. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, I know you want to just do. Pack this. on a few more pounds and go. But not, not even that to. much. Not yeah. even that much. I mean, you look big. I'm like, buddy, if you just don't fight weight, you'll be two thirty. I mean, he he's got it. He had a seventeen inch neck when he was a senior. They called him <laughs> Jailhouse. That was his nickname. So, Burn knew that.
3: The Jailhouse Bandit is that a new? Oh, oh wow! Oh, he's he, coming he, he can strong. Be the
2: Jailhouse Bandit. But that's kind of your box guy, which is it's a boundary. You don't have to move quite as much and then you've got more of your traditional nickel-ish player which will be the adjuster who will find you know that Wait, second. There, no, there's a nickel
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah I think the nickel is the call. called the nickel yes uh, which is creative and it's then a, you have your, it's your, a new your, twist. and you've your, your middle
2: of the field safety and then your adjuster who kind of adjusts off the nickel and kind of picks up that extra which slot. is where
1: Ronnie Hickman is now and where I and where I think it's interesting is that's got to be the spot for Josh Proctor when he's Full go. Yeah,
2: he's the middle of the field guy. So,
1: so what do you do then with Ronnie Hickman? Does that mean that Court Williams moves? Up? Like, I, I, don't think know, I don't know. I don't know how the people. I think go. they can
2: rotate those guys through. I mean, the reality is, in college football now, you're playing 90 snaps a game. Like, and Ronnie Hickman, I think, can kind of do both, and you can roll those guys. And honestly, like Josh Proctor, he has to. He has to be healthy. He he can. He's physically right. is great and can run and hit and all that. But I mean, you always want to make sure you have backup plans where other guys can kind of move and i mm-hmm. i like some position flexibility there to be able to kind of move guys through who'd you say McAllister's playing
0: the nickel to start you know because he's a guy that knows knows the system and can kind of help get yeah. people in place early yeah. on i thought
2: the i thought uh burke and um well, i guess cam isn't playing legends the yeah. ledges looked pretty good so yeah. far i was as pretty well.
1: impressed with legend cabasos and i've been pretty critical uh, of him in the past and i think that he,
2: it just sometimes it takes a little bit for and, guys to click and get confident.
1: And I think that he realized. He, I wrote about this uh, earlier at Letterman Row. Like he's kind of in between because you have Denzel Burke and Cameron Brown. Uh, Cameron Brown is again on a little bit of a, a rep count to get through spring. He's fine. He's going to be fine. He's, he was doing individual work, uh, and then you have the younger guys. But there's so much talk about you know, Jordan Hancock, for example, mm-hmm, and, and you know Johnson. These two guys coming behind, and Legends just right there in the middle. Like you're either, you're not going to catch up maybe to the starters and you could get passed by these guys behind, but you better be ready.
2: You got to fill your space, and man. be the you next got, one in there. It's like the caliphate, unclaimed land. You've got to grab that stuff right now <laughs> and gobble it up. Yeah. Gobble. And I'm serious because if not, like you said, you start getting pinched from get, both
1: sides. Get shrunk.
2: Or you haven't fully established. So this spring is going to be big for him or will have conference coming out and saying, hey, you're going to be our first rotational piece in.
1: I think more than anything, it was just, because again, they didn't have the full pads on. I don't know how well he tackled. I don't. You know, I don't know what happened I'm gonna after. going to
2: tell you this. Hopefully you're not tackling too much at corner because you're yeah. not co- don't the, be The guy you are mm-hmm. covering isn't catching the ball.
1: But that was there were two things. I thought physically it looked like, you know, he hadn't fully accepted in the past what Mickey Moratti and everybody else was trying to put on him and you could see some really cool Instagram photos but you didn't really see it translate to the field and then there were opportunities where there were tackles that he had to make and he didn't seem to want to do that. And I think that as you said sometimes it takes it's not even just the physical part mentally he has to accept the challenge and i i just it, it looks like he is i don't know it's two practices i think
2: he's i think he's buying in based upon what i saw there i mean he because you could pout about like well i should be out there more you know this and that he's getting an opportunity Cam isn't out there. Mm. So he they put him in. Yeah. You were next up. Yeah. We're going to give you the first opportunity for this. Yeah. And we're not going to put you know Herb Hancock in there. We're going to give it to you. Yeah. You're a veteran guy, highly recruited player. And honestly, like Ledge is a terrific athlete. Yeah. It's just getting the athleticism to line up with sometimes the play consistently on the field because he'll do some great things. And then you're like, ah, you know, we, we can't we can't have that. And okay. so I think this is gonna be a good opportunity. I didn't see very many of those plays where, like Come on, Ledge. He looked competitive. He was out there. He was taking coaching well. And I think, honestly, like uh, um, Tim Walton and uh, my goodness.
1: Perry Eliano. Perry
2: Eliano. Like both of those guys, I like the way that they've coached. They've done a good job. It's big shoes to fill with Kerry Combs and Matt Barnes. I thought both of them were excellent at coaching technique and communicating. But Tim and Perry, I thought, did a really good job here this last week. They've got good players to work with. That helps. But they communicate with those <laughs> and guys. And you wonder if
0: they good. just look at their roster and say, man, we got all these players to pick from. It's pretty crazy. And I, the guy that
1: I'm watching, Bob, I'm curious what you, what you saw, if anything. I know Chip Trainum had an interception on Tuesday. Guys, guy's put together pretty well. And he's got experience in Power 5 football, but it's on the other side of the football. I don't know if he's going to take to it as quickly as Steel Chambers did. But I certainly think there's a possibility of that, and you might have two former running backs out there <laughs> running around at linebacker
2: yeah and that's uh it's it's interesting when you see that guy you know transferring in and then making that move and you know there there's a learning curve, but that's you've got the spring ball to kind of figure that out. It's a pretty crowded room because yeah. you you cut down from three backers to two and what's what's interesting too is i, I think I'm, I'm curious to see how Jim Knowles will adjust because you're going to face teams that run. Twenty-one personnel, twenty-two personnel, twelve. Where you can't run a four-two-five. No, mm-hmm. unless that dude—that's the the five, the five man—is Court Williams. Yeah, Court yeah. Williams, who can play man-to-man <laughs> man on a receiver. Back, and weighs two hundred thirty pounds. Like <laughs> there aren't too many dudes that can do that in right. this world. Like it's a very limited selection set. Those guys are usually top ten picks that can have that, and so there'll be space for other guys to kind of slide in. Uh, But he looked good. I mean, I liked what Tommy was doing. I thought Tommy picked up. Eichenberg picked up right where he left off. You know, Cody's battling some things right now with his injury. And, you know, he will probably won't be in spring ball much in a physical way. Steel, this is a big opportunity for him to kind of get out there. And so they've kind of moved this stuff. Mitchell Melton, throwing him out there at the – and maybe they changed it from Jack because that's Sawyer's first name. Yeah, and he's it's playing. too confusing. Like, jack,
1: we need a Jack. He's, I'm coming. i coming off. What do you need?
2: And honestly, that might be part of it. Like, I never really thought about that. But I thought he looked the most natural of all of those guys. Jack or Melton? Uh, jack. Melton, I think, has a chance to be pretty good. He did some good things. Jack looks really comfortable rushing out of a two-point and being able to drop and move around and just – Having the full yeah. bag of tricks that you need there because they run a lot of eight man drop too. Like he does a lot of different stuff, Jay Z. Yeah.
3: That's one of the guys that I'm looking at the closest. This he looks good too. Mitchell Big. Mel- not Jack, but Mitchell Melton because what you need in this defense is positional versatility. and You need to be able to do multiple things to get on the field because there's a lot of guys for a few different spots. And so when you talk about Mitchell only Melton, only a couple
2: of holes, a yeah. lot of dudes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: you're absolutely right, partner.'re
3: absolutely right. so when you look at a guy who's a linebacker can play defensive end, but you know has that versatility to do a couple different things really well. if he can come back from that from that injury last year and fill a need for this team, you know we need a guy right now, Mitchell Mountain could do multiple things, he can plug and play type of guy. I think he's got a chance to make some noise this spring. I don't know if it's going to happen exactly this spring. he might have to take it into camp, but it's a good starting spot for him this spring.
1: I like Cade Stover in that role, too. We'll see what happens. Good competition in a lot of spots. Uh, a lot more spring ball coming for them. 13 practices once they get back from spring break. We're going to take a quick break as well uh, here on Rooster, at Roosters for Letterman Live. Talk a little bit about basketball when we come back as the brackets are out and what to expect from Chris Holtman and the Buckeyes. We are at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. This is Letterman Live. Stay with us.
0: Everybody knows
1: that Roosters is a fun, casual joint. But the truth is, it is so much more.
3: It's a quick stop on the way home to sit back and unwind. It's a front row seat to the big game. It's a place where you will always find a friendly face
0: and the home of wings so big you won't believe it. It's your family's
1: other dinner table. So yeah, we're a lot of things to a lot of people.
2: Roosters, a fun, casual joint. Precision engineering, rigorous attention to detail, A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com.
1: All right, welcome back into Roosters for Letterman Live. We're back just like Tom Brady. What a long hey, retirement that was. How about
3: that?
0: Wasn't you drawn back?
1: out though. Hey, listen, I'm you back. think he just wanted like a vacation? Like, couldn't I, he have asked? Well, I eight? think
0: he had to do that because Schefter came out and jumped a gun and said, hey, he's retiring. And then he said So he wanted like, to help Schefter? Well, he could he kinda, have like he he got pushed ruined to his career. He's they're, Mich- like, they're both
2: Michigan guys. Michigan, like, well, man,
0: Bob. Maybe I should retire. And he just says, all right, yeah, I'm going to do well, it. Okay.
2: I think part of it too is. I think he honestly probably wanted to retire. Like, in his mind, the idea of retirement sounded great, you know. And then you start realizing how you ended the season, had that massive Mm -hmm. comeback, and fall a little short, Yep. You realize, like, I just threw for more yards than any other time in my career.
0: Could have been the MVP.
2: Could have been MVP. <clears throat> At
0: Forty-four I, years old. That's pretty wild. I mean,
2: in the last eight years, he's oscillated between winning a Super Bowl and then getting bounced in the playoffs. playoffs yes. So it's an even year. So it's up for another. <laughs> it, it, wor- it works <laughs> out very
0: well that he might be back to winning. So he had Super like Bowl. six weeks to do all that math.
2: <laughs> so I think he honestly he saw me
0: on Instagram. He's like, oh, I should go back. And well,
2: play. I think he just sat back and was like, you know, what am I? What am I doing? You know, like, I'm sitting here. I'm hanging out with the kids, the family. Hey, you know, like, let's just go through the football. Let's just go through the football, you know. And his son's like, Dad, I'm not drunk. Like, let's quit doing that. Like, nope, let's just throw the football. It'll all be good. And eventually, like, I can still do this. That's the biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can still do it, and I still have a desire. Because usually either the desire goes, very few times does the mm-hmm. desire go, and you can still physically do it. Usually it's you'll want to still do it. Mm-hmm. You can't. The desire's there, but you just physically can't get over the hump. That's the main issue. And so if you're Tom, like, you've got a good team, viable squad. They're restructuring guys. And like yeah. Albert Breer said, he's like, you know, he's, he's a great Buckeye, great Buckeye reporter. And like, we probably should have realized when they restructured Vita V last week. And then also Franchise tag Godwin, like, that there was a chance that this mm-hmm. was going to come back because you're not going to, like – it's like the Packers. You're not franchising Devonte Adams if Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back. Right. And so you want to make sure you have the dudes for your main dude. Yeah.
1: And then they had him. Brady was out there talking to Cristiano Ronaldo.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> so you're it's done, like, right? You're mm. finished, right? Mm. Oh, I don't. Uh, mm.
1: Not. I should I tell you? Like the cameras kind of just. I feel around. like he
2: should have looked. It should have been like an old school '80s end where he like blinks and it's like a star and it's just that cuts <laughs> cut the tape and it's over. Hey. Exactly would have been fantastic. Ronaldo, breaking news.
1: Yeah. I mean, the guy can do it
2: all. Two handsome dudes, by the way. I mean,
1: and a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, And a lot of trophies. A lot of and I think, they've, I think they've probably spent some do time think, with attractive females
2: as well. Do you think he – oh, for <laughs> sure. a little bit. Do you think Brady and Ronaldo spoke in any Portuguese together? Because isn't Ronaldo Portu- Portuguese? Yes. And given the fact that Giselle is Brazilian, I'm pre- assuming that Portuguese is her native tongue as well. Well, so the, with two native Portuguese tongues and Tom's tongue in the middle, do you think mm, there was Brazilian any Brazilian
1: Portuguese and get tongue tied? Portuguese and Portugal are not the not the same. Now maybe
2: At one point it was.
1: Yep. It's not not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the dialects have separated. <laughs> well, it. well <laughs> it's like
2: Mexican Mexican Spanish versus like Spanish Spanish or any other <laughs> South American country outside of Brazil. Yeah,
1: I'll let people tell us in the comments or the message board how wrong I may
2: be about that, but I, Oh, I'm sure there's dialect like, Coach, have you ever listened to somebody talk from New Orleans or Uh, Baton Rouge, and someone from Jersey? Uh, Allie and I were were trying to learn
1: it when we went to Brazil for the World Cup, and we did some of the you know classes and the videos to learn the Portuguese. Like how cool? Not good.
2: (laughs) They say it's one of the hardest languages. It's so hard.
1: It's so hard. We, I don't know. We got through maybe we were talking about elementary. We got through maybe the first lessons, and I'm like, I'm too old to be doing this. Like that was 2014. I don't know. I don't. I don't think my brain I mean, is capable of this.
2: I'll tell you this: like even playing in the NFL, we would have guys that would come in from like LSU and Ole Miss that were like deep rural <laughs> South, like from small towns, <laughs> and then we had uh, Ben Graham who was from Australia, who was a like. I needed to be the interpreter for both of these people to have a conversation, like a central dialect that I could pick up enough of the, the Australian English and enough of like the deep south English and then be like, this is what he's actually saying. Like, what the heck is he, what language? I'm like, that's English. Both of you are speaking English. Some version of it, although it is dramatically different. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that there is that element with Portuguese and other languages. But they yeah, probably no could
1: And maybe they should have. Then we wouldn't have all got tipped off that he coming back. Who's to say? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be talking about Portuguese on the show this week, but that's yeah. I didn't. That's why I Leonard didn't do any Mark research on that one. How do you say
3: roosters in Portuguese? Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Roosters, <laughs> it's a proper noun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Friday at 12.15. Hey, go Bucks! Chris Holtman. I think it's a must-win game. Versus I know there are some G. people <clears throat> who don't agree with my assessment.
2: Must-win for what? To advance? Absolutely yes. it is. Well, yes. Because if you don't win, you, don't else, win, you, you survive go Survive in advance. <laughs> You're saying a must-win to more,
1: survive. I think – now, he's not going to be fired. I know that. But you want him to be. And, I don't, and I'm not even saying that he should be. We've talked about the expectations. We had that conversation two weeks ago. What do you want out of the basketball program? If he's giving you that, fine. You know, just say that you want to be a fringe top 25 team, a seven seed as long as you get in the tournament is fine. You know, The thing was – Two weeks ago, I kn- yeah.
2: they were like a four seed, <clears throat> and like oh, with a chance to win, with a yeah. chance to win, they just beat Illinois. With a chance to win the Big Ten regular season, and then I, life comes at you. Life comes at <laughs> you fast. With some injuries, yeah. you lose a game you shouldn't lose. Next thing you know, you're one and four in your last five games against really mm. teams that you probably should have been four and one against. Bad competition.
1: Three of the four worst teams in the Big Ten, and I know they're hurt. That's part of the conversation. When when. When people are criticizing my feelings about this game, saying, well, you know, he's he's dealing with all these injuries and, you know, th- this roster has this limitation and that limitation. Well, who, no one, who no. built it? I mean, no. you know, I understand that they're hurt.
2: I think part of it, too, is that with the expectation of Seth Downs and Justice Suing being able to play and then them not being able to give you anything this year, right. that factors into the roster construction a little bit of, like, uh, we're not going to bring in somebody to replace kind of what those guys do because hopefully they'll be able to give us something. We're not asking for a ton. not suing, yes. yeah. But then all of a sudden you pull collectively like 35 minutes of action out of a game and you're like, okay, this is something now that we thought by February we'd be able to have a little more clarity with. Yeah.
1: And, again, so I'm not suggesting that Chris Holtman should be fired and I know that he will not be. I think that – if there's a contract extension, which I believe that there is, sitting somewhere on Gene Smith's desk, I don't think if he doesn't win on Friday that you take the top off of that pin, put the ink on the paper, and say this guy absolutely has earned a contract extension. I don't think he needs one, for starters. If you're okay with giving him another year, which that's fine. People that feel strongly about that, that's cool. How
2: many years does he have left on his He dude? goes After through the-
0: 25, right, Spencer? Yes, through 25. So
2: okay, what a...
3: Three more years.
0: What about this year That so puts, puts that extension yeah. on the deck? I mean, I, I don't care one way or the other, I guess, but I don't understand. Usually it's because you got the program in a direction that everybody likes. You're going to One, one 16, direction. It's one direction. Instead of, yeah, instead of multiple directions.
3: There's a few different factors <laughs> here. So, like, the Big Ten champion, Iowa lost a few pretty bad games this year. Mm-hmm. But at the right time, they're playing good basketball. Ohio State has lost some bad games this year. But at the wrong time they, has been when they've lost those games. So there's the contrast there. Ohio State probably should have been a four-seed or a five-seed in this tournament based on if you beat Maryland. In the Nebra- Big Ten tournament
0: or the in tournament the, tournament? NCAA
3: tournament. Okay. Because <clears> if you beat oh, yeah. the worst team in the league, Nebraska, and one of the worst teams in the league without a sentient head coach, uh, in Maryland, then you probably are a double a buy. Sentient
2: head coach. <laughs> I love it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so
3: apparently,
1: then, they had a brain dead robot <laughs> out there. Well, i not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> not plugged
3: in. I watched Danny Manning at Wake Forest. In Maryland, he wasn't much better. Uh-huh. So you probably have a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. It's an extra day to get healthier, and then you might talk about winning some games, getting a three or a four seed in the Big Dance, and then you've got a pretty easy path to a Sweet Sixteen. Now, instead, you're a seven seed. You play a really good Loyola team. Then you have to play a really good Villanova team. Chris Holtman's had some success against them before. But, like, it's when you're... Throw the stats out there. It's when you're winning... Throw the stats out there, Chives. I'm, I'm, I'm... I said he was three or four and one against Jay Wright. Sounds I good believe, to me. Good enough for me. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: sold. I'm going to use. It. We're not doing a live fact check. <laughs> I'm using Taking that. It. Yeah, <laughs>
3: he's got some wins against Jay Wright. This is not a you know not a tough match. He's he owns. Court. He owns Jay that's, Wright. I that's right. That's, right. So. that's
1: gonna, what I read. That's all I've heard.
3: Huh? <laughs> but anyways, like it's when your wins come, and it's how you're playing this time of year. And like I like to use Iowa as the comparison because Ohio State lost to Iowa in a makeup game in February. And from then on, Iowa started playing pretty good basketball. They really did. Went on to win the Big Ten tournament, and inversely, Ohio State has played some
2: pretty poor They were basketball. a bubble team then. Like Absolutely. fringe bubble team.
3: And now you look at the directions of those two, like If if that if the roles are reversed, we're talking about an extension for Chris Holtman. We're talking about a really strong case for a Sweet Sixteen in March. And so, and I can
0: understand. It really
3: boils down to when your wins come in this sport. It's really weird, you know. You try to compare it to the other sports that matter. Last
2: ten games.
3: Yeah, it's it's one of those deals. And so, this
2: team beat Duke earlier this year. Did that happen? They did happen,
3: and they can. You can (laughs) barely remember it, Coach K. So long long ago.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, but they won that game. Like, pretty felt pretty good about it. It wasn't like. uh, some yep. sort of fluke win. I mean, right. buzzer beater, nots. Like they won that game, and you felt they played better, and Ohio State was the better team on that day. At least that's my <laughs> recollection of it. Now maybe I'm misremembering <laughs> well, what well, happened. Chris
1: Holtman has continued to bring that up. Like, <laughs> like has everyone forgot hey, about
0: you guys? That? Remember we beat Duke, <laughs>
1: or for everyone who didn't turn in until uh, tune in until after the Rose Bowl. Like, hey, uh, we played Duke earlier in the year. They're the, they're a two seed. We beat them. You guys might know Coach K. Like, he, he's pointed that out pretty frequently, and we know that Chris Holtman. All of his, you know, I think what fuels him and his competitive drive is being slighted. What's his why? He keeps a night, he keeps a manila envelope of like clips of criticism of him, of I like the team, it. like his I love preseason it. projections. Okay. And I used to think that that was kind of like kind of cool. Then I read like the found myself thing. in it. It's not so cool to be inside
2: it. Well, <laughs> Depends on what you're inside, number Ooh, one. That's definitely a great point. Uh, number two. Not a Austin, vanilla envelope. But, I don't like to be yeah. inside Well, that. maybe uh, In if package. you weren't such a hater, then, you know. But, uh,
0: you think your, do you think he wrote your you name with he, lipstick on a wall? <laughs>
2: and Why he's I'm going, going to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, Austin Ward. But
2: like, What did you say,
1: Austin? I didn't feel like what I said was that hot of a take or that controversial. So let's hear it. What did you say? I started this column by saying he's not going to be fired. But most people didn't read it or care. My point is only about the extension. And that the problem is not Chris Holtman himself. I think he's done a good job. A fine job. A solid job. Not a great job. But he's done the job that Ohio State seems to require of him. Which, as I said earlier, is to be a fringe top 25 program, to win more than he loses, and to get in the NCAA tournament. He's done that every year. So if that is the measure of success, that's fine. But I think that that is... When you look at that athletic department down the road, I think it's the premier athletic department in the country. And they have every resource available, and every other program on campus is held to a championship or bust standard. I know
0: that it's not fair to every say – I don't I know. Think, I mean, do we pay but, that much attention to all the other ones?
3: Hey, women's they, – they, I mean, they rifle wins every year. Rifle I'm not wins. saying
0: that they don't win, but do we care? Well – I'm not, I'm not
1: meaning that from a fan base perspective of paying attention and demand that lacrosse is good. But when Gene Smith is evaluating that, when the president, when everybody else, I, I think if you have a couple of bad years, they're going to make a change. If you don't win a championship ever, you know, that's happened with women's basketball, women's ice hockey, and they made really good hires. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. They're number one in the country. They had a packed, you know, ice rink over the weekend. They're going to the frozen four. I know. So it's not fair, I know. Football and basketball are not the same. When you lose one time in football, you don't win a championship, then the world is falling. You asked what I wrote, Bob. I, I just think that the standards
2: for Ohio State basketball. You're asking what, basically, what are the standards?
1: That's, I don't know what they are. Yeah. And if you think that what Chris Holtman did this year merits a contract extension, no matter what happens on Friday, I think that that says more about Ohio State, potentially more about Gene Smith, more about the athletic department and what they expect of basketball than it does Chris Holtman because he's he's done nothing to merit being fired. I just don't look at what he's done and say, that's what everybody else on campus is expected to do. Is he going to win a national championship? I really don't think so. Is he going to get to a final? You don't final?
2: think he'll ever uh, win a championship? I don't either? think he'll win a
1: national championship. He hasn't got even to the sec- – how could I know that? He's this never even been to the second weekend of the tournament. His fifth year. But he
2: also had never lost in the opening so, and, round until he got to Ohio and State. And
1: that's, again, like – all that stuff is fine. You put it on, on a piece of paper, and you can say, well, they're hurt this year. So if, it doesn't, if they lose on Friday, I get it. Like Kyle Young, Zed Key, and people that want to justify that. I don't have any problem with that. He's in a situation that's really unique, and it's hard to evaluate because you don't know what Ohio State truly cares about this program and what they want it to be. But if they sign an extension for that, then they're telling you explicitly, we don't think that this program has to win a national championship. And that's what I think is the problem.
2: I wouldn't say that uh, – I don't think that he could win a national title here. I thought that would win one, and sometimes you get unlucky. I think
1: somebody it. can win a national <clears>
2: title <throat> here. That's why I think – I mean, they so. haven't won one since 1960. Get, Fred Taylor was the last dude to do it. Get
3: to the Final Four, and then it's all – Yeah. That's why when they you, hang banners for Final here, Four. Here's not, the, here's the reality. the reality. national champion. When
2: you have a Final Four team, you have to make the Final Four. They don't have a Final Four team this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. It, they need to make the second round because they have a second-round team this year, and so you need to get there. You beat Nova and Jay Wright, and all of a sudden this conversation changes dramatically.
1: Well, and I put that in there as well. Like, he may – EJ Liddell and Malachi Branham, like like those those guys are good enough. When they get hot, they can win one, two. They can get to the second weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I, then this conversation is out. That's why I said it's a must-win game. This team should win in the first round. And then you can say, well, he's got it on track, and he's got the recruiting <clears throat> class coming. You don't want to make Well, that's
2: change. what I was going to bring up, the, the recruiting class – if it's as good, it's one of the top ones in the country. Yeah. And so you follow Buckeye recruiting basketball more than I would, but just looking at all that and seeing him. I like, definitely well, don't, but Spencer well, does. Chives, yes, Chives does. And so looking at that, I'm like, all right, so if these guys are as good, if Malachi Branham stays for another year, which it looks like that I mean he played great, but it did it wasn't like he went on that twenty five point scoring streak for the last eight games. If he stays and you pair those guys him with those guys, like all right, then you have some veterans uh, that are staying as well. Like it seems like it should be a pretty good situation, but I, I it's tough too. Like managing your roster in basketball and football is like this a little bit with the COVID years. Like it's been ridiculously difficult. Right? Who's staying? Transfer mm-hmm. portal guys leaving? COVID years trying to figure out who's on scholarship, who not, who's not. I mean, there's been a lot of things that they've had to deal with, and I'm not making an excuse for that. Mm-hmm. They need to win this game. Again, that's the reality of it. And I think Chris Holtman would tell you the same thing. And I don't think you should be fired if he loses it. Next year, you start asking the question, okay, if these guys are as good as they say, we should be a top three or four team in the Big Ten. And with that second weekend.
0: Slow play that and just see how this weekend goes. And then, hey, we're giving you another chance. You have a nice recruiting class coming in. You might have some pieces coming back. See how next year goes. If we're in the same boat at this time next year. Yeah. I think, he, I think you'll hear more people saying we, we might need to go in a different direction.
3: Before last year, Holman had never lost in the round of 64. And yep. then,
1: you're allowed to call it the first round now. Yeah. They, they gave up on that one.
3: So it was the he had never lost ever. in the first round. So <laughs> that was part of his resume was this guy wins first round games. Historic upsets are historic because there's only been nine times ever that a two-seed's lost to a 15-seed. Well, you're part of that now. And that it, it happened. It's there an were upset. a two-seed last year? Mm-hmm. And you can –
0: we we're hot. The bandwagon was hot coming off the Big Ten tournament Look, last year. Look,
3: Duke Duke lost in the
2: first round as a two seed. They did. State. There's some. Yeah, uh, you're,
3: it's, it's going to happen. It's weird I mean, to say, but you're in some it's... elite company there. Really yeah. good teams. Is that
2: the right type of elite company. That's <laughs> not, really. not
3: where you want to be. But what I'm saying is really good teams. Yeah, good lose. programs, yes. not good teams. Yeah. And so you can excuse it if you get back to your winning ways in the first round this year. But you need to get back there or else it becomes a trend. And so I think that's the biggest way. thing. And now you got to go against a really good Loyola team that you're not guaranteed. To. And Sister,
0: uh, what's her name? Sister, sister Jean. Jean. Yeah, Sister Jean. Yeah.
3: You go picking. against the 102-year-old nun and all bets are off. That's
0: right. You guys
3: think the win she was on Friday? That
0: old.
2: I think they need to bring out some Ooh. sort of like voodoo witch doctor serpent and slice its head off on the field <laughs> and have Chris drink some blood before yes. the game.
1: Wow, that sounds right to me.
2: <laughs> I mean, you gotta nope. fight. You gotta fight good with evil. That's right. And that's what I'm hoping <laughs> for. You gotta go be, a wild, that's gotta be I, a wild card. No, you gotta be a wild card. That's <what laughs> a Vladimir Putin. Uh, you gotta fight good with evil and maybe. Maybe Chris Oldman would be better served as being the heel. He's such a nice guy, but maybe he would be better this, as the heel. Turn. Just start opening to, up
1: the the Manila envelope. Be like, let's talk about
2: it. This guy, I'm uh-uh, done. Right <laughs> Get him there. out of here. <laughs> done. Listen, Listen, their sister. time is over. That's right. Listen, sister my time Jean, is now. You, you've oh, no. done some. Really Don't good do things. it to sister. Sister Jean, I'm curious where this is go? That's <laughs> a really. Good is she hundred and two? Yeah. Is she really hundred and two? I knew she was
1: old. Guys wanted to take your heel turn and bring Sister Jean. in. No, it's like, hey, here. listen, Sister
3: Jean, we love you. You're gonna, a great part of March Madness. except Stunner. We need to beat you in the first round. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're going home from Pittsburgh early. That's what. That's what it's got to be. Fine. Trash talk,
1: Sister Jean. Now that was- got to be better trash talk. I love, yeah.
0: Well, Chris Holman's a,
3: he he's I a nice guy. I don't think he's going to really say too much. But yeah,
0: I would hope he <laughs> wouldn't say anything, too. He's an elite Listen, guy. ma'am. Gene,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beat your team on Friday. <laughs>
0: I'm going to do everything I can to beat your
1: team. But I'll say seven Hail Marys to get over it. I had a friend one time.
3: I don't know where this is going. This should be good.
2: Who, once when we friend were, once, once we were prepared, teammate as well. Hey, okay. You know him, Justin. Oh, boy. Once he, we were preparing for Notre Dame in the bowl game. And all week, he kept saying, blank, touchdown, Jesus. And I'm like, that's not a good thing to do, okay? Like, whether your level of religion or not, I mean, like, it's just probably not wise. And he tore his ACL on the opening kickoff at the bowl game. Mm. Joel Penn? (laughs) (laughs) And it was, I'm like, that may have been coming for you. So when I was joking, it's a little little bit more of a joke. Yeah, think about who (laughs) the guy was. And he tore his ACL, and it was the last time he ever played football. Redshirt <laughs> <laughs> senior year. So there we go.
1: Don't mess with touchdown Jesus
0: or Sister, G- or
2: Sister well, Gina. or here. Sister Gina. or Sister. Th-
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> I take everything
1: back. That's right. I know who is going to win. We won't. Pre- we'll, we'll not predict Ohio State right now. We'll let the week play out. But tomorrow night in Dayton. Ooh, are you bank. going? Absolutely. Hey, I will be there. The Wyoming. What are they? The Cowboys. The Wyoming Cowboys against be, right? the Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, big time matchup. What do you think? I'm so excited to go. I'm, I really wish that Indiana wasn't the opponent because, not because I don't think Wyoming can w- won't win. I think they will win, yeah. but they drove Pro up. Indiana they crowd. drove up the yeah. price uh, on the secondary uh. market instantly. So it's a little bit more expensive than I would have wanted to pay for a first four game. But when uh, your squad, my squad, when they come this yeah. close in the NCAA tournament, uh Ali and I are actually going Here's how lucky I am. Our anniversary is on Saturday. Like, what are we gonna do? I'm like, well, maybe we should go to Dayton on a Tuesday night Ooh, and watch we'll basketball. Heck yeah! So that we're great. So I hit the jackpot there. That's what we're doing for our anniversary celebration. Good for you. It'll be appetizer right. Tuesday in here, so everybody mm. wants to come we'll watch, watch sticks. Wyoming and the Hoosiers. There
3: are roosters in Dayton. Well, appetizer Tuesday could. Be you know, a- it depends on what side of 75 okay you're on, isn't
1: it? Didn't say that I, you know, wasn't gonna take part myself as a part of the pregame festivities. But nine o'clock Tuesday night. Maybe Oof. some hot sticks down the late, hatch beforehand. Late game. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, good for you. Lots
2: of time to get drunk beforehand.
1: Lots of time. I, I always said, What time do you want to leave? I said, 9 a.m. Let's go.
0: <laughs> yes. We'll good be
1: there tomorrow. all day. I don't think we're going to get take the, a tour uh, of the. Uh, Apparently, we have jobs. The airplane you can place. Stop at Yellow Springs
3: Brewery. Uh, I think Warped Wing is down there. You can go. I'll be at Warped say Wing. Say hi to Couple Dave up. Chappelle.
1: Yellow Springs. So, can't wait for that. Good uh, for NCAA you. tournament is here. You can watch it starting tomorrow night, but. Thursday, Friday at 12.15, come into Roosters, watch the Buckeyes and Loyola and Sister Jean and Chris Holtman in a must-win game. Roosters has always got you taken care of. It's a fun casual tournament. NCAA tournament is here. Spring ball, spring break will be over. The Buckeyes will be back on the practice field next week. We're going to talk about it all when we get back in here to the Letterman Lounge for Letterman Life. That's Jay-Z, Bob Chives. I am Austin Ward. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching.